This is March 27th. It's Saturday morning, and it's time for our prayer and scripture. Now, one of the features of the cross and what Jesus has done for us was provided by the Lord to the people from their time in the wilderness. It was called the Day of Atonement. On the Day of Atonement, Aaron, the high priest, was to carry out the sacrifices necessary for the forgiveness of the sins of the people. Here's a short description of what Aaron did on that day from Leviticus chapter 16, verse 6 to 10. Aaron is to offer the bull for his own sin offering to make atonement for himself and his household. Then he is to take the two goats and to present them before the Lord at the entrance to the tent of meeting. He is to cast lots for the two goats, one lot for the Lord and the other for the scapegoat. Aaron shall bring the goat whose lot falls to the Lord and sacrifice it for a sin offering. But the goat chosen by Lot as the scapegoat shall be presented alive before the Lord to be used for making atonement by sending it into the wilderness as a scapegoat. Now this is where the term scapegoat enters into our world. Scapegoating is transferring the sin of one or more persons onto an innocent victim. Israel used an actual goat for the practice. The sins of the people were confessed on the goat, and the goat was sent outside the camp to carry the sins of the people away. In the wilderness, the animal was vulnerable to attack, would not live for long. Now, this really is a universal human phenomenon. It reveals some significant truths that appear at the cross, and here they are. First, sin must be dealt with. Sin doesn't simply drain away on its own. In the case of Israel, there were two goats. Sin not only had to be covered with a sacrifice, but it also had to be placed on an innocent animal and sent away from the camp. This leads to the second observation. We cannot bear our own sin. We have no remedy of our own to... Otherwise, scapegoating would just not be necessary. And third, our sin will destroy us. Therefore, we often place it on others in the form of blame casting or scapegoating. It must be sent away as the scapegoat was sent outside the camp. Now, beneath scapegoating are the human powers of sin and death that hold human beings captive powers that must be broken and can only be broken by God himself. Here's the way the Apostle Peter explains it. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 24. He himself, that's Jesus, bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. For by his wounds you have been healed. What Peter tells us is that Jesus became the scapegoat for all humanity. He, with his cross, was taken outside the camp, outside the city, to make atonement for sin. He faced and defeated the powers that held us captive, and in the process healed and restored us. Now, those that have studied the idea of scapegoat, of the scapegoat field, that if human beings can see what they are doing... 
that they're scapegoating others, if we understand this mechanism at work in our world, then the problem will go away. Unmasking the problem, however, won't deal with it. It is only in solving the sin problem that scapegoating will cease. And this is why Jesus came and it's what he did for us at the cross. Likely you can see times when someone was scapegoated, or perhaps you have been treated in this way yourself. The anger or sin of others has fallen upon you, and it's been necessary to remove you from the group. Now, Jesus came to deal with the sin problem beneath our scapegoating so that we might be able to live in healthy community. Jesus came to provide a resource for the forgiveness and removal of sin, for the protection of the people, and for fellowship in the community. Now that scene, each Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement, must have been sad and desperate, but also freeing. First, the goat was innocent and had no idea what was happening. But everyone knew it would die. It was also um, sent freely out into the wilderness, wilderness as the picture of the removal of the sins beyond the camp, that it was dealt with, and the people were protected. We have these feelings at the cross of Jesus. There's both sadness and relief, gratitude, and a new experience of freedom. We know that Jesus has separated our sins from us as far as the east is from the west. Let's pray. Lord God, we continue to repeat these same practices because of our problem with sin. We rejoice that Jesus has come for us. He has died in our place, and as far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. We give you thanks. And we worship you in Jesus' name. Amen.